Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. On Friday at about this time, we... Talked with Nate from Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. And I noticed that from the moment we started talking to Nate, it was hard for me to to say Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Same. Hogwash Barbecue. Drop it in with a bit of a draw. Yeah, well, you kind of got to get that (laughs) wash. Because that's how it's spelled. Hogwash Barbecue. Yeah, it's tricky. And when, when I went in, so we did a mom and pop spot for him. You know, a little something we do for fun on Fridays uh-huh. for a locally owned business, struggling business. And Tim even instructed me in the studio when I when it came for me to read my voice parts. He you know, give me some kind of like slight southern drawl or something. Mm-hmm. And it was easy to do because. Just reading the words. Just reading the words. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. natural. Not to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sort of like I'm not, I'm not native southern, so it's. It sort of comes and goes. It's sure. like one of those accents that's not really identifiable. Like, what is he trying to do a Southern accent? Like, <laughs> what is that what, exactly? What part of the South is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're smearing, brushing, rubbing, or dipping your meat, you want the best sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Nate's Hogwash Barbecue sauces are all natural. No emulsifiers, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial anything. And that's no hogwash. Try Nate's three signature flavors. Carolina Gold Rush, Spicy Hot Tub, and the perfect mix of sweet and smoky in their just right sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Order all three and dry rubs too at nateshogwash.com. That's wash with an O. It's one of the best things to come out of Norwood since the Camaro. Eat your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Find it at Jungle Gyms or Country Fresh Market. Taste test them. This Saturday at the Westside Market between 1 and 6 in Westwood. And coming soon, Nate's Hogwash Catering. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. I loved it. And if you listen to that spot and you're like, well, I didn't hear a whole lot of Jen in it. You actually did. That was Jen doing the pig snores. She did I snorted. All of that was so good. Oh, like, gee, thanks. I'm not kidding. That was My awesome. skills are few, but they are grand. But I would, so we were tagged in a lot of his stuff over the weekend. Oh, really? Nate's Hogwash Barbecue because he was live at the West Side Market, I mm-hmm. think. Not live. I guess he was selling his product there or whatever. Um, but he put up, like, don't forget, I'm on Q102, blah, 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 blah. And people started, like, commenting testimonials, like, underneath his post. Oh, yeah? And so there were a lot of people that were just like, you sold us. My <laughs> husband had to go to Jungle Gyms right away to get some of this hot barbecue sauce. <laughs> Congratulations. This is awesome. Cool. How can I get a case? 
Well, wow. look at that. His sales have really increased Nice. From that. That's great. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I wasn't sure. I couldn't really tell from his reaction. He didn't yes. sound all that enthusiastic when he heard the spot. But he, he sounded said, really exciting to be on the show, and then when he heard it, it yeah. kind of turned but into, I got to go. So we're just the, not sure. <laughs> just, you know, just not sure. He put the post up with a link to the website, yeah. WKRQ.com, cool. and he wrote, I had a blast. Good. Oh, good. No, so good. he had a good time, and good. you know what? Well, at least he had that. I, you know, I imagine Money hearing talks, it. Babe. If it's your business, it is a little bit yeah. of a shock to the system when you first hear it. It's one of those things you might need to hear it a couple of times before you, you're, you're quite sure what you think of it well you know he, he does understand what it is right well yeah. let's hope you know, everyone does that they're mom and pop walking into not. this with eyes wide open yeah and it was free so you get what you pay for <laughs> that is very true as right. well this is about as good as it gets when you're smearing brushing rubbing or dipping your meat you want the best sauce cover your meat with nate's hogwash Nate's Hogwash Barbecue Sauces are all natural. No emulsifiers, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial anything. And that's no hogwash. Try Nate's three signature flavors. Carolina Gold Rush, Spicy Hot Tub, and the perfect mix of sweet and smoky in their Just Right Sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Order all three and dry rubs too at nateshogwash.com. That's Warsh with an O. <laughs> it's one of the best things to come out of Norwood since the Camaro. Eat your meat with Nate's Hog Warsh Barbecue. Find it at Jungle Gyms or Country Fresh Market. Taste test them. This Saturday at the Westside Market between 1 and 6 in Westwood. And coming soon, Nate's Hog Warsh Catering. Cover your meat with Nate's Hog Warsh Barbecue. Well, we had fun making it. <laughs> yeah. Always. Mary said, Tim, you missed out on your true calling, which was making commercials. That was amazing. <laughs> commercial producer. I do it every Friday. <laughs> well, there you go. 725, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And let's do some of the news that didn't make the news that we think should have. On this Monday, the 8th of May of 2023, spending 30 minutes on the phone with customer support. Can cause anyone's blood to boil. But can the same be said for chatting with your sweet old grandma? We have a, the results of a new 12-year study that has found that spending just 30 minutes talking on the phone each week can lead to a 12% risk of higher blood pressure. Not good. And that's total minutes, not just a 30-minute call. It isn't the stress of dealing with someone on the other end or even making sure grandma remembers to take her meds. The idea is that cell phone usage emits low levels of radio frequency energy. Mm -hmm. And even in short-term exposure, it's been linked to hypertension. Naturally, the risk goes up the more time you spend on the phone. It's 13%. For people who talk one to three hours per week, 16% for four to six hours, and 25% for those on the phone longer than six hours a week. Yeah. What if the phone's just sitting with you? Like it's sitting next to me you know, right like now. You're just scrolling through social media? Yeah, something it's like probably that. probably a, a set of other problems. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to be learning more and more and more about this kind of stuff. I mean, there have yeah. been people that have been <laughs> talking about it forever and ever. I have a thing on my phone. That's supposed to help 
Is it shungite? It's got all kinds of stuff in it that's supposed to reduce the amount of emissions. Yes. Mm. Hmm. It's very sparkly. It is very sparkly. (laughs) I know. I came in this morning, you know, completely kind of disconnected from what had gone on. I guess, you know, Tim had a crazy busy weekend and. Everybody was like, hey, what's going on with this, that, and the other thing? And I'm like, wait, what happened? Because I didn't, I didn't see any of it. You yeah, know, I so missed it all. Chris and Uncle Joe. I didn't know if you wanted to bring it yeah, up. I, I was just talking in general terms. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. They did the fly, the flying pig weekend. What do they call it? The three-way with it's cheese. It's a three-way with extra cheese, so right? So you, you run the 1K on Friday, the 10K and 5K on Saturday. And then the marathon on Sunday. They that's did. a that's, lot of so running. That's the three-way with the extra cheese is the half, yes. right? So they, the half. So, so they did th- those three things. And Uncle Joe was having some breathing issues on Friday and a little bit on Saturday. And they checked him out in the medic tent. And they said, just take your time. Go slow. Everything checks out okay. And then during the big race yesterday, during all of the rain and the storms, um, I drove down to like East Walnut Hills area to watch them go by. And I'm watching the app, and it says they're coming up close. And then all of a sudden, it said they were past me. And I was like, well, where the hell? I didn't see you. Where the hell did you go? go? And so Chris called and said, we're in the medic tent. And Uncle Joe is being taken to the hospital right now. Oh, gosh. So he's having some episodes, right? He's okay. They're doing some tests. Everything's fine. But Chris was running with him? Yes. Oh, nice. Well, that was was Which is lovely. But they had been together all weekend. Like, they made it through Friday and Saturday. Yep. So it was just an interesting, interesting weekend of that. That's a but, lot of yeah. running. So I'm sure he's listening right now at Jewish. So what's up? Hi, Uncle Joe. We love you, babe. Feel better. Yeah, feel, feel better. better. Well, I saw that he had posted some things on social media, which is what started this conversation about social media. Because I was like, as soon as you walked in, I'm like, how's he doing? What's going on? I saw blah, blah, blah. You know, this had happened. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I missed all that. My niece bought a house. And oh, so that was big news. Kristen was like, did you know Cassandra bought a house? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yep. We do now. I know. I was kind of off the grid a little bit all weekend because our daughter had her birthday party. So last night when I finally like nestled in, I'm just like scrolling through everything that happened over the weekend. And man, was it busy. It was very busy. busy. Very busy. We were at the Special Olympics regional track meet. And that was fun. A couple hundred athletes. He did great. He got a bronze in the relay. They don't do hurdles. A bronze in the relay, gold in the 100 meter, and then fourth in the shot put. Now, the shot put field was pretty big with some really big dudes in there that have been throwing the shot put for a while. So fourth place was really, really, really good. But it did run too late, and we did not make it to the the pig abilities. We didn't make the pig abilities race, but... We did drive down there, and we got to see them kick off the dogs with the walking with oh, the dogs. Nice. And we walked around Paycor Stadium, so that seemed to suffice. You know, that did, yeah, the that, that did okay. He got to look at a bunch of portalettes. I think he was upset that Paycor. I think he thought that Paycor Stadium was going to be open, and he'd be able to use the bathrooms inside Paycor Stadium. And I think that's why he wanted to walk all the way around the stadium to see if there were any you know doors open. It and there were not. It, so, no, nope, it was closed. So I think he was a little disappointed then. But now um, our project this week is he wants to write a letter to the organizers 
of the Flying Pig Marathon and ask that they move the time next year for the Pig Abilities Race so all of the athletes that are at the Special Olympics Regional Track Meet would have time to make it down for the race. That's a nice thing so to do. He, he this, we're going to, to, we're gonna pen a letter. We're going to pen a letter this yeah. week. Yeah, and they had set their schedule according to, I guess, the Reds game later on in the day. They were trying yep. to balance Oh, it I'm sure. I can't even imagine. Well, because yeah. FC Cincinnati also had a game. And the Cyclones had a game. Yeah, there the was Cyclones. a lot going on, yeah. So there were three huge sporting events all happening at the same time. Yep. And the Derby, congrats to the family in Butler County who yeah. owns a share of the winning horse. That they was pretty cool. They have four families that owned a partial stake in Mage. Mage? I still don't know the name of the damn Mage. thing. Mage. Yeah, that was um, Kristen's horse. Yeah, and I did. So I bet $5 to win on it just because I was like, well, it's local, you know. The 16 to 1 odds. Yeah, $98 later, here Learn we that. are. It was very exciting to yeah, watch. Yeah, saw a lot of Jeff Ruby signage. Yeah, and that's one of the things was the horse that came in first place had uh, Jeff Ruby sponsorship on their leg on, and also the horse that came in second, two fills, yep. which also won the Jeff Ruby stakes at Turfway. So there hmm. were a lot of connections but i was telling you guys speaking of social media one of my favorite things to do was follow jeff ruby's culinary entertainment because they have a restaurant in louisville kentucky as well yeah i've been there that all of these stars were like stopping by and jeff ruby and travis tritt were like singing country songs at the piano that's a place to be man. i'm like how fun would that be justin hartley who was on this is us was there um uh, Chris Harrison was there. There were so many people. Dylan Dreyer stopped by. Oh, did she, she? Yeah, she was there, and she was talking about it on uh, Channel 5, WLWT. I think on Saturday morning she was talking about going there and, like, eating dinner and hanging out. It's very seen what, and be seen, I tell you, that hmm, reason. He is nationally known, man. It's, I, it's hard to find. I haven't found, I don't think I've found a steakhouse anywhere in the country that tops it, honestly. And there's a lot of great steakhouses around the country. A lot of expensive steakhouses around the country, but mm-hmm. aren't many that uh, that I would say are, are are nearly as good. You know, and they just make you feel like a VIP, right? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. No matter who you are. Um, what else? We got 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matteris checking in with us. Yeah, so much for the remote work trend. Uh, we've noticed that work from home job listings are down sharply this spring and John's going to tell us all about it. So you don't waste your money coming up next. Plus pick your purse at seven forty. but now Denise with traffic. Weather Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Guys, we're starting off dry. Actually, it looks pretty nice out there now, but after 2 o'clock, we're under a severe storm risk that will continue throughout the evening. With the possibility of damaging winds, heavy downpours, and lightning. 
The overall high today is 77, and right now it's 58 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, what is something that would make you feel old? Uh, aches and pains. Yep. Um, gray hair, maybe? Gray yeah, hair, yeah. yeah. Wrinkles. Uh, a millennial yelling at kids to get off their lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a recent global study looked into how people feel about their age. And they found that in the U.S., the average age when people stop feeling young is 43. And so right now that would be people who were born in 1979 or 1980. If you were born in 79 or 80, chances are this is about the age where you stop feeling young. Okay. Now, the good news is that there's a buffer zone. So Americans don't start feeling old, old until they're 52. That's really sad. That we're, Why are we feeling old? At, we should still be vital and full of energy and feeling strong at 52. I mean, if we're living till 80, that's really sad. <laughs> You're going to feel like crap for the next 28 years till you die. Well, this is the last year before elder millennials stop feeling young. Wow. Millennials are generally considered to be born between 1981 and 1996. And next year, those 1981 babies will be turning 43. Hmm. Uh, Of all the countries, however, Italians are apparently the youngest at heart. They don't stop feeling young until they're... 60. See, that's more like it. And at the age of 60, it's not that they feel old. They just don't feel young anymore, if that makes sense. There's this 10-year period where they still don't feel old. It's not until age 70. That they start to feel old. That they're like, okay, I think I'm... That's way better. I like their attitude better. Yeah. It's all that red wine, man. (laughs) Yeah, is that what it is? All that can of now, all that pasta. There is something about the food, though, in Italy. It's just so fresh. It just, it, I can't explain it. It just completely, it, it tastes different. And I can't put my finger on why. I don't know if it has to do with just the psychological effects. It's like, oh, I'm in Italy. Is this why it tastes different? Or is there really something <laughs> mm-hmm. to the way that they just grow food there? It's because they're growing. That's exactly right. It's because they're growing the tomatoes and the lemons and everything themselves. Well, yeah. don't they have a different attitude toward food, too? I mean, food is is celebration. Food is family. Food is love. All of that business, right? And to be, and to be savored and enjoyed and consumed slowly and not yeah. rushing through meals. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Most, a big part. Yeah, most of the Italian food in Italy is not covered in piles of melted mozzarella cheese like it is here. Right. Does probably have butter not a, on it? <laughs> and I bet they don't Olive use oil. a ton of seed oils. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hey, John Matteris, how are you? Good morning, guys. Yeah, you talk about Italian food, you're getting me hungry. I can tell you, <laughs> as someone who has been to, to Europe, uh, it's not just going to Europe. People say, oh, you're over there, the food all tastes better. No, because I've been to England. Oh, I've been yeah, to yeah. England, and I've had... <laughs> You've had that not so yeah. good stuff. I've had some your bangers and mash. Yeah, some potatoes what about the and fish some and chips? fish and chips. <laughs> okay, but it's not that you're right about Italy. It's just uh, it's amazing, and it's and as Tim said, he's 100 percent correct. It's not 
everything's not smothered with red sauce and mozzarella cheese as it is here. Yeah. Lots of it is just very light sauces. It's it's different. They, they keep it pretty simple. Yeah. So we're seeing a trend, it seems like, in the workplace. The, the work-from-home job listings are not as plentiful as yeah, they used to be. This was a real surprising uh, report from Business Insider just came out the other day saying that the number of remote jobs is down sharply this year. And that's interesting because, you know, a year ago, two years ago, we heard the future of work was remote. Everybody was going to be working mm-hmm. remote, you know, unless you had to be in, you know, in, in a place where you obviously need people there. But for any type of office work, it was all going to be remote. You know, mm-hmm. nobody was going to come into an office and have meetings in the conference room and then sit at a cubicle anymore. And that was the end of it. Well, what's happening is a lot of the companies now are saying, you know what? Let's rethink that because we don't know what all these remote workers are doing. We don't know yeah. where they are, what they're doing, you know, and you've, you've all heard the stories of, you know, the remote workers that are, you know, first you're on the treadmill for a half hour, then you're walking the dog. Right. Then you're uh, doing meet, the dishes, doing the dishes, meet, in some laundry. Yep. 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 Meeting someone for, for lunch and, uh, and having happy hour on the patio at three o'clock. Uh, you know, you, that's you, how I like to work. From <laughs> home. It's a nice work day. So uh, it says now only 13% of job listings, and they looked at LinkedIn and Indeed and other sites, only 13% of job listings are fully remote jobs. Hmm. And that's down from, like, at the peak, it was like 25% or something, like a year and a half ago. The party's over, people. Yeah, down to 13%. And they predict that by the end of this year, it'll probably be down to 10% of jobs fully remote. Now, a lot of jobs still give you a day or two at home. I mean, if you've been in downtown Cincinnati on a Friday... You know, Friday at noon. Oh, yeah. It's a ghost town. Ghost town because everybody's working from home on Friday. Yeah. So, you know, there's still a lot of jobs that are high. Even our big employers downtown, a lot of them, you know, people work three days a week. But the full remote job where you don't have to go into the office and you just sit there at your desk with, you know, your backyard, they say fewer and fewer because the companies are saying, hey, it's time to get back in the saddle and work. Yeah, I know that, like, for for us, I, I don't. I don't know what the digital department's policy is in terms of working from home, but I know that, you know, Mike has said in the past that one of his biggest thing is because we work in, in media and advertising, you know, we need to have that collaborative environment where we need people in a room together sometimes. And it's not always conducive to having everyone on zoom. There's some flexibility there where they might get like a day or two per week where they have that. But, you know, generally speaking, I, they do seem to prefer them in the office unless you're in some kind of sales job where you make 100% commission and... You're on the road. Yeah, sales people, that, many of them now have not come back to the office, but that's because they're on the road all day. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're home and then they're meeting with clients or lunch. Yeah, with like if you're so. here in the office, you should be out Right, you selling. should be out you selling. Yeah, exactly. I kind of thought that when... After COVID, it would be hard to kind of go back to that, but I guess they are going back to yeah, that. Yeah, they are, they are pulling people back. So if you're looking for a fully remote job... Just know, probably not as many out there, so you don't waste your money. All right, what are you working on tonight at 5? Oh, we got details on the big Facebook settlement where anyone who's been on Facebook the past 15 years might qualify for a little cash. How much am I going to get? Do I need to uh, click through all this junk or should I just I ignore know. it like everything uh, else on that. Facebook? Let's just say a small amount. We'll not as much know. as you think. Not today. worth all the click through. <laughs> all right, thank you, John. It is 744 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening. 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.